Brawler Geek Enthusiasts and Nerd Aficionados, Mess5150 here with Malice Corp and Malice Cast TV Talk to Talk Preacher. We're a day late, but not a dollar short. Um, I, uh, I, am, I have the reins of the YouTube channel and the reins of the hosting for Preacher because we are missing our wonderful producer, Mr. Jack Malice, and our Beard of Justice, Mr. Uh, Big Papa Matt. So we'll uh, we'll try and do this as good as, as we have the previous uh, cast. For everybody that caught last week's cast, thank you so much for checking it out. I think it was almost at 200 views, and uh, we really appreciate your, uh, your watching. Kind of but we're going to... Considering it, how slow that yeah, episode it, was. Yeah. <laughs> no, no joke, but no lie. We had fun. <laughs> That's the important thing. <laughs> I think we were more, inter- well, no, nah, not more, but yeah, we were good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm Mess5150, and with me tonight is going to be uh, my right-hand man in uh, Preacher Knowledge, Mr. Icy Zoro. How are you doing, Icy? Fantastic. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> sitting here guarding my, uh, yeah, anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> and uh, we also have... Uh, the the every man's opinion on on how things are going or every woman's opinion on how things are going with this show the show <laughs> is uh super hoovian freak Careful. how's it going <laughs> uh that was a that episode was a trip a trip and a half definitely not slow not like the week before it was not slow no no it was, i think this was the first time that we got a hell episode that actually just didn't drag like most people were getting sick <laughs> of going to hell in the, uh, the, the, I was actually wanting to go back. I didn't want to sit with the three of them again. I'm like, no more drama with them. Take me back yeah, to hell. I, <laughs> I need to escape really, the drama. So take me to hell. There's a sentence. I, I really, I'd say. <laughs> I just really need to know what plum cake tastes like <laughs> at this point. It must be amazing. It's better yeah. than strudel, and I love strudel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's worth starting wars over. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, just give the man his pl- his his plum cake. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it, uh, for the, for the episode. What, uh, what, what was your guys' favorite scene of, of this week's episode? Uh, finally seeing them lay into Jesse about how selfish he had been, uh, the past few episodes just, and then how genuinely shocked he was when they weren't going to go with him, when he finally had that revelation about the creepy dog and the, or the creepy man in the dog suit about that possibly being God. And then he's like, you just spent the last like eight minutes ripping me out and telling me you don't trust me, but you're not going to come with me. Like he was so genuinely offended. It's like, wow. Yeah, it was well, it was, it was overdue. I think he's, and it's not just how selfish, it's not just how selfish he's been the last few episodes. It's how selfish he's been the last, you know, few years. Like, you know, the, the whole abandoning, uh, abandoning tulip after the, the, miscarriage and all that, all that backstory. Um, my, my personal favorite episode of the, of the evening was the flashback to when he was a kid, because it tells me what's coming up. And I love that backstory. Yes, that was, well, that, that it's, was it's brutal, but I love it. Well, and that was very, very close to, to the comics there that, um, absolutely. You know, I, I kept wanting, like trying to, I, I like how they're keeping everybody in the dark of what they look like and stuff. Cause I kept trying to see, uh, how close to the characters from the comic they were. I mean, all we're getting constantly is uh, Jody's uh, tattoo on his arm, and that's tattoo, that's really yeah. Yeah, I want to so, see what the Grandma uh, Longel looks like. 
Yeah, but she doesn't look as haggard as she did she did in the comic. That's for sure. <laughs> no, that's, that's still a flashback yeah. to when he was a boy, so she's not going to be the withered old crone yet. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I want to say welcome to Scatterbrains podcast in the chat. He actually uh, said plum cake tastes awful, and of course Hitler <laughs> would like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering, is it like a sour taste to it, or 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 what? But uh, well. Plums, I mean, plums are sweet. So if you cook it down, I would think that it would be incredibly, incredibly sweet. So if you don't balance it right, when you yes. cook it, it could actually turn bitter. Now it's making me want pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> um, yeah. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Ooh. Um, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, this is becoming the preacher dessert cast. Uh, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's okay because you know what it counterbalances a lot of the stuff that happened later in the episode so <laughs> so let, let's talk a little bit about the the main characters in, in the episode we said that we were we were happy to finally see uh some some people speak up a little bit to jesse and and uh call him out for for his stuff how did you think about the reaction in the living room about the saint and uh the fact that he wasn't in the truck anymore wasn't uh did you think it was a he, yeah. Well, when they pulled the truck up out of the swamp, he he wasn't there. So I was a little confused that he wasn't in there. Like, did he did did he get out himself? Did somebody let him out? Is he I still really? A, I I would still say he's got to still be considered a threat even without his weapons. But even without his weapons, uh, I, I I thought there were two possibilities. I thought it was either one the guy who had the soul uh, tracked him down, pulled him out to do whatever he does with people who have a part of the soul that was taken. Um, and then two, I, I I figured though it was the Grail because they're they're subtly trying to break the group apart. For what purpose I, yet? I mean, I don't know about subtly. Well, they're not being <laughs> subtle. They're to them it's subtle, but to us it's right. they're freaking hammering it. Um, and uh, I don't know what they're doing that for at this point because the the goal is to not kill them. So maybe if they break, well, they think that they the break goal is the only to not kill Jesse. The goal right. is to not kill Jesse. So, for the, for the, I mean, I, you would think, though, that if they want Jesse to take that roll up, then you would want to kill Tulip and you would want to. Or no, I guess not, though. If you can trace it back to them, then nothing would get him they, to kill you faster than killing Tulip. Yeah, I, mean, that's, I don't and think that's it's a very subtle organization overall. And I think anything they have to do in their mind will get Jesse to take up that role of being God. Yeah, they'll do it. Being the Messiah because the Messiah is a moron, according to uh, Aristotle. <laughs> yes, <he is. laughs> and and this 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 little detail does follow the comic very closely because because they do you know go to him first, asking him to be a part of the the this whole plan and everything. And they um, did. But, um, Aristar did at the end of last week's episode. And yeah, and he did, and he did it again this week. So. so. It's it's going to be the um, recurring thing. He's going to keep offering it, and I think until Jesse says yes. Um, and so. I, I just I love the randomness that's Airstar's character because he will be talking about one thing, you sitting there plotting everything out, and then he'll just look up and he just is like, "I'm not a homosexual." Like it had nothing to do with the conversation. That's a great moment before. too. And then, you know, I love Featherstone's reaction. And then halfway into her sentence of defending it, just turning to Hoover and going, what did you do? Like, I know yes, this was your fault. I don't know what you did, but what did you do? The, the um, look, the look on Malcolm Barrett's face is when he said, I'm not a homosexual. You just see him go. 
oh. Yeah. <laughs> That was and, fantastic. And, and speaking of of that whole scene, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of interaction that happened on Twitter with Malcolm Barrett last night about that about that uh, that whole scene. So, uh, but, just like I mean, because that awkwardness of that line, like, what do you do with that line? Like, I, I'm so sorry. Like, do you want me to get you a, a refund? Like, which like is how do you get a <laughs> refund? For... <laughs> that, well, that's but, how you fix but, your gaping backside. You know. So, so Malcolm was trying to defend Hoover on Twitter last night, um, and it kind of worked, but kind of didn't. Um, so that's always entertaining when he comes in and interacts with us. He's both he and Julianne Emery have been fantastic interacting with us on on Twitter and in general. They, Just in general, they're they're great with their fans. Yeah, absolutely. So, but um, yeah, so we get we get them kind of telling Jesse. Uh, that uh, he he screwed up. I, I I think we actually got a little bit of a, of a drop, like a more timidness uh, uh, from Tulip personally. I I know she like snapped a little bit at him, but she was she was it wasn't the the anger that I was expecting. Because you know what uh, it, I it was more it, exactly. She was more hurt, and when you're hurt, you get cold. When you're angry, that's you lash out and, and, you know, but typically when you're wounded, you, you turn that bitter ice and, and, mm-hmm. and that's what I saw. So, yeah. So I think the rage will come, but I think at this point she's almost numb. Like what else is he going to do to her at this point? Yeah. Um, if they didn't have the history that they had, any sane person would have left that relationship by now. Mm-hmm. Well, I did then like, again, uh, too, it's not exactly sane. I got to quote one of the one of the quotes from the episode, and I did love uh, Cassidy's con- when they were saying, "Well, you know, maybe we're safe or some- talking about the saint." And he's like, well, "What do you want us to do? Double both both the door just to be extra safe?" So, yeah, nothing's gonna <laughs> <laughs> nothing's gonna stop the saint even without his guns. Um, Hot yogurt bullets. The other thing we got from from uh, Cassidy was, "How about Vancouver? Good meth, nice hiking." So- <laughs> <laughs> I've been so, to Vancouver. Okay. I can only vouch for one of those. And yeah, I, I'm hoping it's the hike. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's, it's definitely not the meth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did get a comment from scatterbrains podcast in the, uh, in the, in the chat about asking who was the guy running out of the truck at the end of the episode. And yeah, we know that's Hoover and it's a, assum- it's assumed that it would be the same that's in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In that. Cause he said, do what you were continue what you were doing. And, and, uh, before jumping deeper into that, that's that's where we get that whole scene with uh, Hoover and Featherstone or Fluffer Flufferman uh, <laughs> from Hairstar. Hairstar um, is such a bizarre, wonderful character. He is like that. No, it's Featherstone, sir. He's he's yeah, basically so, angry German fascist Rick from Rick and Morty, but yeah. not as smart, maybe. Well, and and he kind of he kind of pulls. Um, Hoover down a little bit more that like I have uh, the smart one and and you so um, <laughs> and there's nobody else so I mean what do you guys think about that interaction because basically he's got a whole resource of uh, people to talk to that that he's still in charge of and these are the two that he chooses so even though he says you know I just have this one and that one he's kind of still holding Hoover up to a higher level than than most I mean what, what do you guys think about that do you think that that's and- I think that's going to be a choice he comes to regret. Yes. I think that they're probably on the level of like special agents or whatever. Like they've worked their way up through the ranks. So they're the, 
uh, somehow they've earned their positions as the lead, you know, associates of the guy in charge there. Although in Hoover's case, I can't imagine how. Maybe he's just riding Featherstone's coattails the whole way. I don't know. Well, be. he even states himself that this is probably not the best that job that he's suited for. <laughs> the reaction yeah. of, well, just pray that you're not, uh, it doesn't come to you. And that's what made that end line so great. And he's calling him while doing unspeakable things that Jesse told him to do. Um, and then just like, okay, you know, pray to God, Hoover, because you're up. Plan Plan A failed. It's time to activate Plan B. So get to getting. <laughs> or as we like to call it in reference to Hoover, Preparation H. <laughs> wow. Dad okay. Jokes. Yeah, that's a bad, bad, bad dad joke. But uh, so let's go. Ahead, let's go to that. What do you think Hoover would be best suited for? He's. I He's I want to say clerical work, but clearly he's messed that up already. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean he's recon guy. He can he sees patterns and things. You know, at least he did in earlier episodes. And uh, and he, you know what? He's a good muscle man. You know, when he steps, he's good at at uh, taking the beating. Sadly, I mean he's excellent at at just getting his butt kicked and and you know being that guy that fills that role. Unfortunately, sometimes yeah. you need a good punching bag around. And that, that's something I want to bring up too. That you brought up in, in the in the the cat. I mean, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but we're going to kind of jump back and forth in, in this uh, in this episode since we don't have the the all powerful uh, beard to uh, to keep us kind of reined in properly and, and know how to do this with the uh, big Papa Matt. So, Scatterbrains podcast brings up what about the word not working on the grail receptionist the first two times? I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on that. Oh, that was um, weird. Um, I don't know. I didn't see. Were they wearing anything? Like, did they have a headset? No. Nothing. They, I they was, had like little receptionists, you know, like less less significant mic or earpieces than than what we're currently wearing. Like, you know, think Britney Spears on stage. Yeah. Um, so I mean, could, could there, that have the had second anything? time the second time you could almost hear like a little electronic crackle when it didn't work. That's what and I caught. So I was so wondering I was if they had if there was like if the yeah if they had set up some of, sort of like. Um, you know, soundproofing field or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but if if that were the case, why would they put it on the receptionist and not air start? I know. I mean, you would think that if yeah. anybody you would want protecting, it would be the one that's already been used by Jesse. Um, <laughs> he likes well, that. Was well, he. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, no, I was he likes say, that. Now. So, yeah. He, well, he's. I think he's gonna start liking it, whether he wanted to or not. Um, <laughs> yeah and that's that's my question on this is this came up and, and once again this is now something that's outside of the comics because he didn't the, the power didn't just stop up and quit on him i think i think there was a, an arc where he wasn't using it um at all yeah. but um but yeah that's i mean it's definitely something that's going to be referenced in the next hopefully before the end of this season but if not definitely next season you would think so, but this comes on the heels of once again something that's that's not in the comics. The the fact that all his uh, prayers through his life are yeah. are recorded. They're recorded. Um, that was a little creepy. And, how, how did they get him under reel to reel? Yeah, I I mean, how where did they get that from? Is that well, something? I mean, do they have like tapes stationed all over the world? Were they tracking him from the beginning? Um, were they working particularly well with Fior at one point? Well, no, I think this is this is going back to last last week's episode where we said that between the um, the Pope and the Cardinal, the Cardinal was a little bit more on spot with what was actually going on. 
um, about. Yeah, but still, how do they record stuff? the prayers of a nine-year-old? That's what like, I'm saying is, is maybe they are. Does, in, does Humperdue actually have divine powers? Um, maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe slightly, but we know that from the photo. I mean, mm -hmm. he, yeah. he had the photo of dog, which I'm so glad they brought, I'm so glad they made that work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you guys called that last week. So good job on that. But, uh, um, what I'm saying is maybe they are more inclined actually working with the, uh, the angels themselves. And that's where they have mm -hmm. access to this stuff and everything, which is creepy on a whole other level. Um, that, that a creepy organization like that would almost be backed by the power of heaven. And Scatterbrain uh, brings up the, uh, what you were saying about why not air star for the, uh, the, the head, the headphones or the, the inhibitor or anything. Yeah. And he brings up that unless air star likes being used, which we've kind of seen <laughs> in the comics. <laughs> not, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm that's what I'm, but yeah but they had to have been wearing something or there was something in the because you're right I did hear that crackling sound and and then he did it the third time and you saw him hit the buzzer and it worked. I'm wondering yeah. if it's a and test then it of worked his, and he was able of doubt in himself and faith in, in himself and stuff because that's what those those tapes are going to do they're going to create you know because once again this was the mind games that were played on him by his grandmother and the the uncles that um you know he didn't kill his dad he didn't you know but he was forced into saying thank you for god for for killing my dad you know praying for his yeah. dad to, you know which yeah. more detail is going to come into that so uh, it was so creepy to watch that little kid i will give that kid props that little kid is going places as an actor because he sold it it was solid it was solid the very beginning you know with the defiance and then the broken down on the the second come you know go around so yeah look for that little kid in the future because he's gonna do i remember i remember wondering in the stuff. comics and seeing it on tv again i was wondering how the hell is that box waterproof like i saw that there were that's, air that's hoses going so when i looked at it breathe. i was like there's cracks throughout like, the entire thing that straight up so how, old wood. so but how was he yeah exactly how was he breathing but the water got no there were there the, were uh, hoses, the truck. there were hoses going there were air oh, hoses okay. going uh, to and from the box yeah Okay. Yeah, but when you so opened he, the box, it was it was it was completely waterproof. He was he yeah. was able to sweat in there. So, mm -hmm. uh, wow. so okay. uh, Scatterbrain wow. brings up another great point. Aristar has high connections. If you can connect heaven from an old landline phone, prayers can be recorded via real. Ooh. real. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Which, you know what? <laughs> the, the point she just brought up is maybe Aristar used the uh, the soul machine that the Japanese guy had to take the receptionist's soul. If you don't have a soul, the word doesn't work on you. But it did work the third time. So. Uh, considering that one percent of Jesse's soul in the Saint of Killers made the word work on him, I like the idea, but I don't think it really plays with the rules they've set up. I think it's just uh, Genesis kind of uh, fighting with him a little bit about like don't doubt yourself or something like that. That's just my my. Maybe. You know, it is um, possible. I mean, you know, he's never really had that power. I I kind of hearken this back to the second Spider-Man, you know, when when he starts having that self-doubt and he can't <laughs> use the web anymore. No, uh, I mean, yes. it, it's like no, the web flinging, web, fl web flinging impotence, yes. Exactly. So it's kind of like that. I wonder, you wonder if maybe these supernatural abilities sometimes are powered by your faith or... Oh, God. No, I... Um, oh, what were we just talking about? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, sorry, the, the encoder just gave me an issue, but we're oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> um, 
So that's uh, Scatterbrain brings up another really good point. Did it work? Did the voice, did the, the word actually work, or did Airstar allow him to leave? We can see that Airstar can still do other stuff while uh, fulfilling the, sure. yeah. the word because yeah. you know he calls Hoover and, and tells Hoover what to do while he's still stuffing uh, stuffing himself freely. And that, let's talk about the, the name of the episode was Backdoors. How many backdoors <laughs> did we have? Uh, oh, reference in this. The too escape many. from so, hell. The Air stars back door. Yeah. So they went out. Um, which can we can we talk about the the whole Hitler in the restaurant scene? Absolutely. Uh, we've this is something we've been waiting for forever. Uh, we wanted to see what Hitler's hell is. So yeah, the last day he was a good person. I thought that was really clever. But that means that yeah. So it haunts him that he, that uh, he was a good person. As much of a weenie as his character is set up to be, I wonder why that that hot, clearly confident girl was with him in the first place. Was it was it the extended uh, mustache that railed or reined her in? Uh, she <laughs> believed in his art, and that's 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 a true side story that some people out there do do say that that he actually had somewhat of a potential and because he got turned down by people that's why he went so off the rails many people yeah well if you if you notice i don't know if you caught this line um when he uh she came back he came back from getting rejected from the art dealer he made the line about or what does a homosexual know right okay what that were, again in there yeah, was. but that's you know in reference to the fact that Hitler had a vendetta not only against the Jews but against the gays, homosexuals, as well. and communists. Yeah, there were five, five or six little things where he got up. People sort of wronged him in there, where it was like, oh, and that's why he hates them, and that's why he hates them, and mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was like, oh, World War II was caused by this one dude's bad afternoon. Yeah, right. And Which is what it, I mean, and I'm sure it was it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, but I just love the. I don't. I don't know what is that guy's name. Is he just you know Halminian number two four three or oh, whatever? Yeah, Does the, he have an actual jockish, name? The jockish, yeah, the jockish kid. guy that took um, him and our space in there. Do, Does he have a name? No, we don't know who he actually know. is. Yeah. So I I love the taunts he was throwing off um, off off camera i guess you could almost say because kid's clever can, can we state that i would have failed that test miserably because i would have gotten very angry and shown that i that i belonged in hell when uh i saw that uh picture of tom brady winning his uh oh. <laughs> no, but, no, but I believe the correct the yeah. correct answer to that one is being furious okay mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. but when you're looking so. at like pictures of the puppy and the kittens you're like oh then you're yeah you, Oh, you're the wrong guy. And if you guys are fans of Tom Brady, I'm sorry that I just I can't. I'm not. I He's can't. terrible. But to everybody watching, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk you're, politics. You're we can talk religion. But if you're a Patriots fan, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah, the last. He hated everyone because he had a bad day. It, it oh, yeah, it was what's a good name? It was Adolf Hitler and the horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> that started World War Two. <laughs> but what makes you a good person? The, actually, uh, Hel Helminian, Jockish Helminian kid is named Tyler. Tyler, thank you. So he I said it was the last day he was a good person. He said it was the last. So what? I'm sorry. He said it was the last day he was a good person. But what makes you a good person? Not doing anything like he did, or actually 
he, you know, he seemed to still actually be kind to people, even when they were treating him like crap. And like he was, he a was pushover. forgiving. He was, yeah, he was he exactly was a pushover. Absolutely, he no. was a. Uh, I think my grandma referred to it as a quiet soul. Yeah, and then with that that exactly. Scatterbrain brings up that's the second football joke that we got from this most recent uh, Super Bowl. The first being the the Falcons uniform in the pig episode, the winning. So I think somebody on Preacher is very upset with that Super Bowl. So. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that if, if somebody is just a pushover and um, just gets walked around and doesn't do things well, to make things better, I still don't consider that being a good person. I mean, it's, I, 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 yeah, it right. totally depends um, because there is a difference of not, reacting to violence and not reacting to anger but there's also a difference of standing by and letting other people get hurt just because you don't want to make them more upset or you don't want to bring their wrath on to you which is what he did in that restaurant when he handed that gun back it was not i, I mean you really thought like i'm yeah. i'm like here he is he's gonna impress the girl he's gonna save the day and then the girl's gonna get he's, shot by the other guy make- and He's going to make the name Adolf live forever, for goodness. Yeah, for goodness. Or, well, I actually thought that right after he shot that guy, the other guy was going to shoot the girl, and that's what was going to trigger his well. And then he just hands the gun back like a freaking pansy. And I'm like, How much better would it have been if they put the plum cake in front of the guy and he just shot the guy with the plum (laughs) cake and took the plum cake? And that was like, That's when I turned. (laughs) That would have been funny, actually. That would have been pretty dang funny. Um, and then use the yarmulke as a napkin. But I, <laughs> I, it's Hitler. I don't, Come on. And this is this is something I want to bring up for sure. So we did get our our what we expect to see out of out of a Hitler. Uh, we got the line of the episode, which I can't state here, but uh, when he asked for a favor from everybody, <laughs> his response because I'm Hitler. Yeah, we got <laughs> effing Hitler, and this is the funny thing is. Hitler is the wor- is the worst of all time. Ter- terrible person, terrible being, worst of all time. I don't think anyone's I, disagreeing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious that he was able to say the F word on AMC, whereas at the Walking Dead panel for uh, in San Diego. And Breaking for, Bad. Well, they weren't allowed to say. Uh, Negan said he's not allowed to say one F word. And Negan's a very, very punctual very- person that uses the F word a lot in the comic books and they're not oh, allowed yeah. to say F word, the F word once. So I think it's funny that if somebody's going to get to say it, they're going to put it, it actually was, was the F word broadcast on TV. Cause I watched it on, on streaming on the website. So I figured I was kind of getting the uncensored version. Cause I'd chosen to be there. Uh, was it actually the was it broadcast? It too, uncensored? So I don't know. Is it, if that's going to be interesting, I'll watch in the it chat after room, the cast in the chat yeah. room. If you guys watched it live on TV, let us know. Did it actually say the F word? Um, because that the way I saw it, it, it did say it. So I was assuming that was this actually, I kind of posted something about that on Facebook last night. I was like, one of the things that I love about streaming shows from the actual websites, you get to hear all the uncensored stuff like USA. I heard Harvey, Harvey Specter say the F word on suits the other day. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Scatterbrain brings up another great point. He's, he's given us some great stuff to talk about, but he, Eugene was good and was depicted as timid. Uh, Hitler is bad and he's depicted as timid. He doesn't know how to feel about these characters because, yeah, we don't, we, it's, they, they are. It's, it's, 
Well, you know, what's the famous quote? Life is 90% what happens, or 10% what happens to you, 90% how you react to it. They clearly reacted in very different ways. Well, you can, you can, you can fake something for so long. As we saw a couple episodes ago, Arsface faked being pretty much a, a badass for yeah, so long until it was until it was like, you know, he couldn't be that guy anymore. Hitler apparently can just fake being a nice guy again and, and timid for so long before once that opportunity okay. comes. And it came so Skatterbrain says uh, every cable show now gets one F word per season. They choose to use it or not based on their sponsors. I did. I was unaware of that. I kind of wish that that rule had come into play. Like uh, the very, I was saying the very end of Breaking Bad. I think right when Hank died, his last words were "you." And that yeah, it was censored out. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know then. Um, that I don't know. I know that they the that Seth Rogen has said many times before that everything they bring to AMC about what they t- plan to do with preacher. They never tell them no. Never turn them down. And that awesome. is clearly an indication of that. So uh, if you're going to use it, that was the perfect time to use it. So, <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, something that we we've been wanting more and more of, and we keep getting a little bit better with it. And that's going to be tulip and uh, Featherstone. Tulip and Featherstone. In her, Hell yeah. In her persona. <laughs> um, um, I, I am going to say that, Uh, Julianne tweeted out last night. She was just like, you know, one thing you'll learn about Lady Featherstone is she will do whatever it takes to get the mission done. And I hadn't reached that point in the episode yet. And I was just like, oh, my God, you be crazy. You be (laughs) Because that conversation with the the smelting guy was hilarious. Well, uh, that's that's the thing, too, is that's uh, so um, the way that she words it, the, the, the most innocent way that she, <laughs> how about if i give you oral sex yeah the, how about i get right? my knees and i put your you know not not yeah, like yeah. any derogatory terms just like no. and i love how she flips it so quick she goes from saying that which seems like it might be a genuine genuine offer yeah. and then he looks confused she goes or maybe i just tell everybody that blah, blah, you and you're like, yeah. oh man, yeah. you are diabolical. Exactly. That you forced me. You know, what if I call my cousin or whatever it is who's a cop on the police force that you did this to me and that you assaulted me, you know, and in with a witness right here and that you were threatening to get her next and blah, blah, blah. Or are you just going to make us some bullets that we can shoot, you know? And he was just like, yeah. Like, oh, it wasn't oh, even oh, oh she's not kidding. Put, put, put the gun in the crucible. Yeah. Right. Um, and that with was fantastic insane. result. Yeah, that was. But, did anybody actually think that the guns were going to be that easily melted down? They're oh, hell no, I didn't know it melted at all. So no. Once again, keep in mind, based back onto the comic book, the the guns were mold were molded from the uh, the Angel of War, the Archangel's swords. Yeah. That's the, the his 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 guns were. I don't know if it's going to be the same in the show, but yeah, if you're getting an angel's weapon, that's semantics at this that, point. Yeah. No physical earthly force is going to be able to and destroy they, them. And yet they did, right? No, they didn't melt them down at all. No, 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 no. He, okay. No, no. He pulls them out with the tongs. He goes, hold out your hands. And they're like, what are you talking about? This is, it was just in molten metal over here. He's like, that burns at 4,000 degrees right there. This thing isn't even warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we learned that uh, ain't nobody else going to be able to use those gun, that gun. So. 
let yeah and i wonder was it was it the fact that he's got like hell strength or is it just that only he can use that gun because i mean tulip has shot some guns in her life and she well, couldn't even cock the hammer back she her her fingerprint didn't match the print on the on the <laughs> <laughs> oh it had a thumb pad come yeah, on son makes... come on son <laughs> But Hell, Clint James is the I name mean, of the gun melter actor, and I thought I saw him somewhere before. So, um, uh, it could just be, and this is another weird reference, but it could just be like Thor with his hammer. Only it's only attuned to the Saint of Killers, and only he can. Pull so the Vision trigger. can still use the guns then. Yeah. But here's a question <laughs> I have. I don't think it's going to happen. But here's a question I have. Now that he has that one percent of soul to Jesse, that um, we just lost Icy Zoro. We're hoping he comes back soon. <laughs> He'll be back. He's always back. Um, but but since we lost that, he has that one percent of soul of, of Jesse in him. Is that going to uh, counteract any of if it say is his essence that helps him use the guns and stuff like that? It's gonna is that gonna cause any issues for the? I same? wonder. That's gonna be interesting. To I see. don't think it will, but that's I, I'm throwing these like speculation. Would be, Let's, it would be a nice little curveball to think that ah he gets his hands on the weapons and goes to fire them and then nothing happens. I sorry, I hit the wrong button okay. and accidentally dropped problem. out so of cash in 20 I'll, seconds. I'll, what was the first I'll, half of that question? So the first half was that for the fact that the saint has uh 1% of Jesse's soul in it and it looks like the saint's the only oh, one sure. that can is use that, the guns. Is that alter his ability to use it. Um I wouldn't think so. I would say those guns are specifically designed for him and he's still him. Uh it's mm -hmm. just the, the the only real thing that that soul that 1% of soul gave him was the unfortunate side effect of being controlled by the word at this point yeah but and now i'm wondering why they didn't they didn't try to do anything with the sword like clearly you don't have to use any mechanisms to swing a sword maybe yeah uh, well didn't they like mail how, it you see how sharp that sword <laughs> is it didn't even get nailed it it uh <laughs> i i like that it got i i how did it get wrapped up in newspaper without a problem but went Completely through everything through the mailbox, in. yeah, yeah, and through the mailbox without the paper on anymore. <laughs> did anybody see where they were mailing them? I'm genuinely Rio. curious because I didn't Rio. catch it. Which, which Rio, Rio, which she she brought up earlier. She's like, well, then I guess we can just mail these Rio. Not Bimini. I no, not Bimini. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why mailing to Rio. I, that doesn't seem like where you just I don't know mail guns to. Well, Vancouver's it, got the great meth and hiking, but you know, Rio's got the great cocaine and beaches. I don't know. Maybe because the Pope lives there. I mean, I... <laughs> the Pope lives in Rio. <laughs> Rio did you know? from, I thought he was from, from Rio. Yeah. Oh, from Rio? Okay, originally. <laughs> that's what I meant. Sorry, that's what I meant. Is he's from I was Rio? Like, I'm pretty sure the Pope lives in the back in the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant though, that he was originally from Rio, right? Okay. I think it's Brazil. Um, but uh, uh, oh no, he's Argentinian. He's, he's Argentinian. Argentinian. Yeah. Okay. I don't it's know the, my uh, countries the anymore. City where uh, uh, Heinland. Uh, but um, that there is stupid, one thing. Uh, speaking of uh, the sword and and um, the weapons, there was another scene um, back when they're ripping into you know and giving Jesse hell for not um, telling them about the saint. And and she's like, okay, well, Cassidy lost his fingers. I basically lost my damn mind what the hell did you lose? And he had that opportunity to be honest and say, look, I gave up a part of my soul to try and get back here. And, you know, but, and again, he kept it secret, you know, 
and I get it. I mean, he's a private person. He doesn't like to, to just reveal information like that. But you think that wanting to gain back trust that he would have given that information up. Because that's a well, big yeah. deal. Well, even even in the 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 uh, start of the episode, like the previously on, you could you, they showed specifically where he didn't say I sent him back to hell. He didn't say I gave him part of my soul. He just said he's gone. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like he just mm-hmm. like it's not a problem anymore. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, you would but think yeah, you would earn would, some trust back with that. Why would you want to want to? Yeah, what, but why would you want to release? That's a very personal thing when you're giving up portions of your soul to you know. It that's is. extremely personal. It is. So um, wait, the scene of the scene of killers is now a Horcrux for Jesse. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, that's uh, and then the the other thing I want to talk about with your thoughts is uh, from uh, Dennis. Uh, how much of a deterrence is he becoming? The character, the character is an annoyance. I now he's got well, a yapping dog. Really, I was half expecting the dog yapping to turn into like a a yelp, like it was going to be his back, like he was going to yeah. be eaten, but. You know, their last interaction together, obviously Cassidy, I think, is starting to realize, okay, I've made a mistake. Like, he's not listening to me. I think he was realizing that before. But it's, you know, because he was like, give me the dog. You know, give me the dog, Dennis. Give me the dog. Yeah, what was that about? He's trying to exert control, and it's not working. Um, Dennis is just off doing his own thing. I thought that it was in response to, to Dennis saying, you like her, take her. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Cassidy trying to prove a point by going, "Okay, well, give me your dog then. I'm going to take it. That's what we do." No, no, I think because he's been trying to keep Dennis somewhat reined in yeah. and be a father, but keep him in. Like he's trying to tell him, "This is what as vampires we do uh, according to Cassidy's rules, where it's like you don't eat, you don't eat any anybody living unless it's in a fight or something like that. You don't, you know." Um, and Dennis sure. is clearly making his own rules. He's making mm-hmm. his, you know, and he is becoming, you know, so, so how long, how much longer is this, is this going to happen before Cassidy? I don't well, know. I think it's interesting that we saw before Cassidy turned Dennis, you know, he made that phone call to somebody seeming to ask for permission to do it. So is there some sort of like council or club or just hierarchy that he's, you know, learned from or is under control of? Um, you know, just even just a basic set of rules that vampires are supposed to follow because he ha- doesn't seem to have taught Dennis any of that. Yeah, there's no book. Yeah. No, there's um, no book. Scatter brings, brings up another point from that last little thing that we were talking about, about Jesse, why he isn't told and stuff like that. Jesse is humble. He was forced to be humble from being in the swamp. He was forced God's love through the Langels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so creepy. God's love in air quotes, by the way. Yeah. 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 So, but the, the key word being forced, you know, th- this is... And and that that coincides directly with the comic books. The Absolutely. the Langels wanted, if you're going to be in the family, you're going to be a preacher and you're going to preach God, and that was what they were trying to force Jesse's father to do. When the beatings wasn't a Langel, morale improves. Yeah, yeah, and he wasn't a Langel. He was just married to a Langel, and and because mm-hmm. they didn't approve of it, they they said basically the only way that this this even gets to stay a, a marriage as if he goes and does this. And he stood up for his right to which apparently in this, yeah. in this TV series, Ugh. Jesse's taking the brunt of, of the blame for to himself. Just I think the way that they're slow playing the Langell backstory, I think it's mostly going to come into play season three. 
I think at um, this point, yeah, because I mean, we're coming up to the end, right? It's only thirteen episodes. Yeah, there's only Dang, there's only are, two left. Oh my gosh, I did. Yeah, it flew by. The season has flown by. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, and and Jody is such a, a huge character in the comics, like a, a an influential character in the I'm comics. That just, the, uh, they're gonna grand, have to. That's the grandma, right? No, Jody is no. Is, Jody, Jody's the the guy that killed his dad. Like, the guy with the tattoo right, on the arm. Right. Right. Okay. The tattoo. Yeah. So, I'll keep uh, yeah. making making all these names straight. Um, Jody's when a I have very, read the comics. very powerful character, but his brother is even more just the greatest of. I so, can't wait to see what they yeah. do. So you think <laughs> those characters are going to come in season three? Those are. Those uh, are I think that they're going to. Whatever, however, season two wraps up the the epilogue of season two is going to be leading hard into the Angelville stuff. But there's the okay. question I have. So first season was Texas. Mm-hmm. We're we're in Texas the entire time. Then Texas blows up. You know the, the city blows up. Uh, Second season we're in New Orleans. This is this is a road comic. This is a travel comic. Do you think absolutely. they're going to stay in New Orleans for another season? No, I hope so not. If you're going to start bringing the Langels in there, not necessarily almost, New Orleans. I mean, maybe maybe somewhere close, or maybe it's based pretty much solely in in Langeville or Angelville, uh, but it's um, or or they could just be on the run from the Langelle family. You know, they could True. be road tripping the whole time with with Jody and company chasing them down. I'd be. Do you think I'd we ever end up in, in in Bimity? Do you think we ever get, end up in Bimity? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was such a weird little scene that we kind of glossed over, but. Like just Jesse was just grasping at any straw to just get out of the situation. Like, okay, you guys well, are mad no. at me, and yeah, let's. You know what? Let's go to the let's go to the beach. Ah, no, we can't go to the beach. Well, I like I liked uh, yeah I liked uh, Cassidy's response. Like, I can't go to a topless beach. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fry there. Um, That's not gonna work for me, Padre. But the best response <laughs> in that entire conversation was Jesse's. Like, I saw I I I, I talked to Jesus, and he's like. Like Jesus, Jesus, or some random oh, yeah. Latino man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like was... the Son of God. And that's what I loved you about. Saw the... <laughs> that's what yeah, I loved about moron. this episode was we got some of the the humor, the humor Cassidy back in it. Yes, and the, and that's why funny funny Joseph Gilgun is my favorite Joseph Gilgun. The quicker we can kill kill off Dennis, the happier I'll be to get to please. Get Gil- yeah. you know, um, and, so. and you know, I, I hope they don't bring Dennis. Either he goes his own way and does his own thing, <laughs> or um, and that was that was a great little part of that whole Bimini sequence was when Cassidy was like, "Dennis is in. We'll go pack his bags." And, and Jesse's yeah. like, "What? No, wait, no." <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Jesse really wants him there. I don't think Jesse ever really wanted him there. But again, it's not about Jesse at that point. Um, but I I mean just. From just like you said, dragging Cassidy's character down. Um, no, I have not read the comics, so well, no, I don't want to know. I got to bring up this conversation. So there's a conversation going on in the chat room. Scatterbrains brings up Jody and TC will be a huge part of next season. So he agrees. He agrees with you. Uh, I see. Uh, and he puts hide your chickens. To which I love your comment, Super Hoovian. With what's good? Why? why what is going to happen to the chicken? So and then read the comment that I just put up. Anybody that has read the comics know that that's hilarious. If you if haven't, yeah. If you're it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't comedy think I want to know. I don't think I want to know. Remember, it's not just chickens. Trouts are great too because they wiggle around a lot. <laughs> so. Oh, it's not hillbilly handfitting at that point. <laughs> Read the face. Oh no! 
So, and this is why we have Super on this wonderful cast because she is the. I have no idea what's going on gonna, and, what's, and what's you know. I'm gonna request so. that you not read the comics <laughs> until this show. Yeah, I, maybe I won't until the show's done, just so I can look back and go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so so we have you know sooner rather than later, Jody and TC are gonna are gonna end up showing up at some point whether it's at the very end of this season or at the very beginning of next season so um but yeah let's wrap this up uh indications for next week what do you guys think is going to happen we now know the saint is released which to the funny thing they didn't just take the saint they took the entire truck and put a replacement of the same truck back into the into the yeah the swamp i don't so, think yeah. i do not think Missy caught um and yeah, what do we think is going to happen next episode? All right, so I didn't watch the teaser trailer for next week, so I actually no, don't I know. Did. I didn't. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to get. We're, well, clearly we're going to see what Hoover's backup plan is because I don't think they actually went into detail about what Hoover was going to be doing. It was to release the. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the last okay. thing that we saw of Hoover was the very end of the episode where he's somehow brave enough to sit inside that truck with the saint. Tells him continue really? doing what you're doing, or we're assuming it was the same. Oh my god! And then okay, he so sprints my... the hell away from that truck quick. Okay, I actually didn't get that scene. That cut off um, for mm. me because the last thing I got was right after Jesse walking out of the office. No, the, um, the very last scene is Hoover oh. inside a, an armored truck talking to we know not who. We guess it's the same. Yeah. He says, the, the, along the, the, keep doing what you're doing. And then he gets out the back of the truck, and this is like yeah, a big empty warehouse, and hauls ass towards the camera. Interesting. Okay, nope. I got the keep doing what you're doing, you know, him on the phone, and then my screen went black. So clearly I missed the last um, few seconds on my on my screen. That's what I get for watching it online. Sh- shame on me. Shame on me. Um, well, so, as, um, as, as, as early as we do these podcasts, sometimes you have to stream them. Yeah, yeah we, try, exactly. we try and be in the know with everybody else and stuff like that. So, and, um, um okay. So, well then there you go. So that's going to have the, the, uh, we're going to see that, uh, the saints going to come for blood. Cause you got to know he's pissed. Do you um, think, and, do you Hoover, think that they're right that he's primarily after Jesse and he's, and, and, and Cassidy and Tulip don't have to worry as much. Because Tulip is the one that's got awful terrified of the Saint right Well, Cassidy even brought it up when when he said it. He said, he said, you said it yourself, Padre. You know, he's, he's only after you. Which he is. Too. He is the, his, he is after his one job that was given to him, which was to kill Jesse no. Custer. Oh, so the other thing. Why he's calling yours a friggin' Fior. Who knows? But the, the other thing we forgot to bring up is that they now know in hell where the saint is yes so they, they have figured that out so maybe we'll see some of hell's minions coming for the saint to bring him back i'm gonna ask a couple quick questions so is saint get his weapons back next next episode from yes mail, from the mail from the post office yeah, yeah. okay so oh, definitely so is he like a tuned although they may they may or have do you think the grail is gonna tell him the, the grail will tell out. him right I'm, I'm assuming Lady Featherstone is going to tell him. We'll find that, out, I guess. Yeah. Um, two, uh, does the connection go even deeper with uh, Featherstone and Tulip, or is she going to st- finally start slipping up and, and uh, Tulip's going to start getting aware at some point? I think she's got to slip up at some point. You can't have that 
that relationship go too deep and trusting for too long. We Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense for a character that's normally as as paranoid as Tulip. Yeah. Yeah. Three. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I I was going to say Tulip's just desperate for someone to listen to her and be on her side. And right now she's feeding that feeding, feeding, feeding. Um, And that mousy brown wig is helping. Exactly. (laughs) So the third one. um, And I just blinked on it because this is how great my mind is right now. Um, How long is it going to take Airstar to extricate all that tape? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be full. Yeah. So, um, like, ugh, like pulling a rope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I completely blanked on it. I had <laughs> sorry, you guys, you guys threw me off. Um, yeah, go look, go look. I, I apologize. This is what happens at the end of the cast. Um, uh, man dog, are we oh, gonna see man dog again? I got it. No, not, not man dog. I think he's gone. Three, uh, are we gonna see Hitler and our face in? On Earth, the back door. Uh, escape. Actually um, getting or do you do you think that, or do you think we're going to get a little bit of an escape sequence with them going out the back door of hell? That's what I'm asking. I think with with two episodes left, I think the next one will be escape sequence, like they're escaping from hell. I don't think it's yeah. as easy as going to your worst nightmare and hey, there's go in that closet over there. You're good. Uh, there's yeah. going to be they're they're going to show them crawling through you know pipe filled ducts and stuff like that, and yeah. Escaping from hell via via utility tunnels. And the last question is Jesse's word not working on that one at that one point tie into hell having issues as well. Is it because hell's hell's power isn't working properly? Yeah, and the voice. The, undulations from yeah. the from the. Gu- from I kind of like gu- that effect. I don't. I don't know if that's. Oh, in, is that like, why you're saying so, that if that's Genesis a reflection of them having be, issues? Do you so think that's, that's why Genesis could not be working? Is because Hell's getting all out of control? So that's what that's what I'm asking. Is, oh, is, is that's an idea? Because yeah. Hell is, you know, it's it's half heaven, half Hell, right? The power. Yes, it is a child of of the two. Yes. Yeah. So that. It could be if it's linked to both of them, it could be. And maybe that's why he had that little crackling sound. Um, I kind of like that theory. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, We're good comment from uh, good comment yeah. from Scatterbrains here. I, I think Tulip will get betrayed by Jenny and Featherstone will end up counting sand on a beach. Uh, in the comics, it was Hoover that was counting sand. That's what, that's what I was just asking. Do you think they'll switch up Hoover for Featherstone? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I thought it was going to be Hoover that, that um, spilled the beans on accident. Like he was going to get caught in the wrong place. <laughs> or... I love Scatterbrains comment. Our space that's Hitler a great one. Yeah. Hitler gets killed right away because he's Hitler and immediately goes back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That would be good. So, but yeah, that's our cast for this this week. Uh, thank you, everybody that joined. If you watch later, please. Any of those uh, things that we were asking about happening next week? So Hitler get and Arsface getting on on land. What's going to happen with that? Uh, is the Sandy Killer going to get his weapons back? Uh, in the first in the next episode, are Tulip and Featherstone going to have a falling out? Uh, and uh, does what's going on in Hell have to also have? Uh, 
happened with uh, Jesse's uh, powers not working. Yeah, no, I, I really uh, like that theory. If that's interfering with yeah, with Jen. If you guys have any thoughts on any of those um, those occurrences for the next episode, please leave them in the comments below. We will be watching them and trying to uh, continue this conversation with you later. Uh, Scatterbrains, thanks for showing up. IP Freely, thanks for showing up and uh, and talking. We do this every week, generally Monday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, this is an interactive chat room. We're just three faces that talk, but we're not always that entertaining. But what's going on in the chat room really is. <laughs> Speak and... for yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be more entertaining next week when we get the uh, the, the epic beard back. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, come Maybe back we next week. Maybe the caller to come back too. Yeah. Uh, come back yeah. next week. Hit that like button if you liked it. Hit the subscribe button. We really appreciate you guys. We do all types of podcasts, and we'd like you to come back and uh, interact with us on on this stuff. Um, let's talk about where we can follow everybody. So, Super Whovian, where can people follow you if they want to see your insights and your interactions with uh, Hoover and yeah. Featherstone on Twitter? Come, come um, uh, on Twitter. I'm at Super Whovian Nut, and I and it's no joke. Um, all throughout the week, they'll they'll be talking, um, but Monday nights especially, they interact. Um, so go read the conversations that we had under um, Malcolm Barrett um, at Verbal the Rapper on Twitter. It's He's actually got some it's at, hilarious it's stuff. At Malcolm Barrett. Verbal the Rapper is just the name that he has right, on top. Right, I flipped him. Sorry, I flipped him. Yeah, at Malcolm Barrett, but it's Verbal the Rapper for his actual handle. Um, so yeah, it's it's good times, it's good conversation, and sometimes you just lead the conversation going. I cannot believe I just had that conversation with a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think it, the whole conversation yeah. went to um, what type of other things could uh, Airstar enjoy you know? having put into the back door, and I think we got to Blu-rays at one point and all the yeah, stuff, so. and then I chimed in with you know, there's Alanis Morissette's new little album called Jagged Little Edge. It should have been jagged, <laughs> jagged little thrill. You missed it. It should have uh, been jagged little thrill. <laughs> yep. So, Next um, Mr. Zorro, where can we follow you? Uh, it's at I-C-Z-O-R-R-O, at I-C-Zorro on both Twitter and Instagram. And we do have a website, guys. If you guys are interested in writing anything uh, about all things nerd, whether it be comic book uh, options and uh, TV shows and movies and stuff like that, we are looking for writers for MaliceCorp.com. If you're interested and uh, it's something that you have a passion for, uh, please, please leave a comment below about it or come to MaliceCorp.com and let us know. There's a link in the uh, in the descriptions. There should be. At least I didn't write the descriptions for this one, so I don't know if they're or not. But malice-corp.com. You can also follow the main website on Twitter at at uh, malice um, underscore. No, malicecorp.com. Twitter.com slash Twitter. malicecorp, yeah. Malice Corp, yeah, sorry. Or you can follow this cast where we do the TV talks. We did the CW talk yesterday. We do our general cast on Fridays at malicecast. And you can follow me on Twitter at mest51. Uh, sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Mest underscore Malice Corp. You can follow me on Instagram where some of you saw tonight's uh, thumbnail at mest5150. Thank you so much for coming in. Make sure to hit that subscribe button when it pops up on the non-live. Uh, go ahead and hit the uh, video if you want to see last week's video over here. And if you want to see um, any other stuff that we've done that's recommended for you, go ahead and hit that little video. It's going to pop up here. Um, we hope to see you guys live next week. And have a fun time talking about this. And everybody, go ahead and keep nerding on. And we're just going to wait till this turns off. <laughs>